Wow, it's the ramble room. Is this supposed to be a baby? Yeah. Should I make it more dramatic? Um, no, it's fine. Okay. You got a story? <laughs> um, not about quintuplets, no. <laughs> I mean, I've babysat a lot in my life and uh, never had to babysit quintuplets. But didn't you babysit five kids at once one time? For a while? Four. Oh, um, four. Two, yeah. two were twins. There was the oldest boy, then the second oldest girl, and then the two twins. They were the cutest. I miss them a lot. So that's close enough to five. Yeah, I, sup- I suppose. But it- technically, those parents in this movie have six kids. Yeah. But, and even at that, they weren't all babies at the same time. So, like, <clears throat> I was dealing with a six-year-old, a four-year-old, and two two-year-olds. It wasn't, you know... The six-year-old, I was like, you can kind of, you can play by yourself and read by yourself. Yeah. The four-year-old, I was like, chill. (laughs) (laughs) And then the twins were very easy, especially Hazel, because she just was always happy. So, I I can't relate to anybody in this movie, in the struggles that they go through at all, but um, I empathize with them. Or sympathize. I can't remember which one it is. Well, that was a great story, Ariana. Well, I, w- I wasn't going to talk about that, but... <laughs> what was your story going to be? I don't know. What the fuck? I really don't know. Like, I... I'm trying to think of, like, baby things. I was a baby once. You were a baby once. Why don't we just talk about how it's your birthday tomorrow? Oh. That it is, folks. It's Ariana's birthday tomorrow, and I have a shit ton of gifts that I got her, and I can't wait for her to open them. She keeps telling me about them. I'm so She's excited. like, like every every day for like the past week and a half, she's been like, I just want it to be your birthday. And I'm like, because I spent okay. like a month and a half preparing and getting all these gifts for you and wrapping them, and now, now it's time for you to open them. Now I'm you know how so I felt about excited. that video. Now you know how I felt about the video. I know. I'm sure have a great present. Turning 22, baby. So yeah. Let's go. Okay, here's a synopsis. We watched Quince. Sure did. Um, <laughs> there's not really a good synopsis for this. No. I mean, I could try and find a good one. Let me see. Here's the one-sentence pitch from IMDb. Love it. 14-year-old Jamie goes to desperate lengths to get attention when her mother gives birth to quintuplets. And that's Tell me, that doesn't sound like a blockbuster, kids, huh? I'm going to be honest with you. Um... I can't speak for Melissa, but I absolutely hated this movie. There there just wasn't a whole lot going on. I say this because we can sum up this plot of this movie in two paragraphs. Melissa literally read it out, and I went, yep, yep. I was able and to read out it. the entire plot of the movie within five minutes. Yeah. And so. I don't know. Is that a good movie? I don't know. Maybe it's a good short film, but it didn't need to be an hour and 45 minutes long. Yeah. Yikes. So we're going to dive right into it. Yeah. Uh, because we let's, don't want to waste any of your time. Let's start off with how Jamie won't stop fucking looking at us throughout the whole movie. And she keeps making weird freeze frame things happen. It's almost like, um, what was his name in Alley Cat Strike? Alex? It was almost like Alex. Every time he, he would freeze frame the screen and go, I know, I know what, what you're thinking. thinking. It was almost like that, but worse. Because she would freeze frame it and then walk around the freeze frame. And then she was like, hey, I got you. You're an idiot. And it was like, no, you didn't. I hate your ass. Yeah, it happens a thousand times in this movie where there are these fake scenes set up. And you're watching it going, this can't be real. Yeah. And then it freeze frames and she goes, 
I got you, didn't I? And she like, does it all the time. After a while, no, you didn't get me. Why are you trying to psych us out 18 times in one movie? It maybe maybe two instances would be fine. But yeah. it's actually throughout the entire movie. It was until like, the very minimum end. there it happens 10 times. But we start off with her like sitting on her bed going, "Hey," and she's looking right in the camera like she's Dora the fucking explorer, <laughs> which can be done well. But they did not like like the I'll just say I'd rather watch Dora tell me to get up eight times yeah. than watch Jamie psych me out with fake scenes. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> I will. I'll agree with that. Dora did it better. <laughs> and then and there's also it. there's also this first scene where she's talking to us going, here's my story. Uh, it ends with her turning her head <laughs> really quickly and then it's a freeze frame and then it quickly fades into the dad eating breakfast. And she goes, this is my dad. Yeah, it's like the worst editing maybe ever in any Disney Channel movie. It's it's <sighs> because it's all intense. throughout. There are weird freeze frames, weird zooms. Yeah. I go, what is the purpose of this? There's it's, just no there's point. There's a lot happening, and the the fact that they just keep they broke the fourth wall so many times and did it immediately. Just I was like, okay, all right, yeah, all right. And then there's this whole running theme, which is a classic one of the parents. Having such high hopes for their child, Jamie, they're, they kind of give all their attention to her mm-hmm. and she kind of wishes they didn't because the, it puts so much pressure on her to succeed. And they constantly talk about, oh, when you go to college, you'll be the first one of our family's yeah. generation to go to college, which once again puts pressure on her. And I like, what if she doesn't want to go to college? You yeah. too. I will say there's, there, they tried to make... Jamie seem like she was uh, clumsy because she went to the the fridge and opened it to get like a cranberry juice jug out and instead of drinking it like a normal human being where you put the the rim to your lips or you know get a glass um she literally took it and looked up and then dunked it all over her face and she was like (laughs) I'm clumsy and quirky and it's like no no you're a fucking moron it's the drinking problem joke in airplane. Yeah, but but which is my executed favorite joke. very poorly. I was just like, what? Who drinks like that? <laughs> yeah. Of course you're gonna get it all over your shirt. You just dumped it from five <laughs> feet in the air. <laughs> She's I do and then but then they don't keep up with this theme of her being no! clumsy. It's just like that one time. So then we get this scene of her at I really don't remember the order of events that no. well, but at some point she's at a science fair with and now she has a friend, Brad. Bradley, we love. Bradley. Mm, no, and we don't love. <laughs> yeah, Brad is actually a psychopath. He's a character. Brad freaks me out because Brad, I don't know what's going on in that guy's head. Because sometimes he's like a good friend and he's super nice. And then other times he's like an ass. And then there's Zoe, who is the main character from Color, Color of Friendship. Friendship. Um, and she's the other friend. So you have Zoe and Brad. Brad... I don't know. Brad's supposed to be like super smart. Gets straight A's. <laughs> I can't speak. Gets straight A's. And Zoe does wins, pretty well. Wins science fairs all the time. Yeah. Wins <clears throat> science fairs. Uh, and Jamie, she gets kind of mediocre grades. But, never but gets an A. His parents never show up to any of the events. Right. That he is part taking in. Which he kind of mentions. He's always know. like kind of mentioning that to Jamie going, well, at least you have parents who care who show mm-hmm. up to these events for you. And Jamie just, she wishes that her parents wouldn't give her so much attention. Yeah. She's like, it's it's nice, but it's also suffocating. 
And then, which let me tell you, I understand. <laughs> and then she doesn't win the science fair. Her parents are like, "Well, you did your best, honey." And then she yeah. also gets her report card. And Zoe, Brad, and Jamie do this thing where they go, uh, "What do they chant?" Um, <laughs> it's something like, "We want, we A's. want A's, we want A's, we <laughs> want A's," and then they open it, and then they're either really happy or really disappointed. And Jamie's usually disappointed. And so she, like, goes around. She shows her mom and dad her report card. Her dad works at, like, a Home Depot type of store, right? Yeah. And then her mom is an editor for the pap- the no- local newspaper. Yep. And so she goes and shows both of them that. And they're like, well, that's okay, sweetie. They're like, you'll get them next time. Yeah. You know, they're pretty supportive parents, but they're also kind of pressuring her this whole college thing yeah we're not giving we're not like doing a, enough justice on the parent front because like like we're saying that they're encouraging her but they they're also very controlling of that yeah. whole situation they're like you need to focus on science and math and get into this special science school but i think later we find out that that might just be in jamie's head well yeah. based on what happens later i just feel like it's a lot of coming from jamie's perspective of thinking her parents are pressuring her into this yeah and partly true. it is because they keep mentioning college and going into this like what is it like a mit school i don't know like they, they call it <laughs> is it gw WG yeah. or something like that yeah i'm not sure and she's so frustrated. At some point, she leaves a voicemail for Brad where she's just screaming. And then she goes, all right, talk to you later, Brad. And yeah, like, it's real weird. <laughs> if I was Brad, I'd listen to this voicemail and be like, I'm never being friends with Jamie again. Which maybe makes sense why he's so frustrated with her throughout the movie. <laughs> um, also, the dad has a tie in these next couple scenes that just has like um, gears and tools and whatever on it. Mm-hmm. And it's the ugliest thing I've ever seen <laughs> in my entire life. It's like gray, like dark gray black and red and it's just not a good look on him at yeah. all there's like wrenches on it <laughs> it's like we get it you work at the home depot chill dude well to cut to the chase jamie gets home and this is after she's wishing and wishing for her parents to stop giving her so much attention mm-hmm. jamie gets home and her parents are like we have some news for you and the mom goes i'm pregnant and she goes Jamie says, that's great. She gives her mom a hug. And then the dad goes, no, she's really, 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 really pregnant. Meaning that's five reallys. She has quintuplets. And I have a question. I'm no medical doctor or OBGYN, but it's a little early in that phase for them to know that she's for sure having quintuplets, they right? They just found out that she was pregnant. I feel <sighs> like that's a while before you can find and out. And she wasn't showing even remotely. Yeah, I just don't so feel I like you would know that soon. I don't think you would hear the five heartbeats that early on in the pregnancy. Yeah, I don't think I so. could be wrong, but I, I really don't, don't think, think so. we are. It, it just seemed way too soon. Somebody If tell you're us. a doctor, <laughs> imagine doctors if you're listening. You're an OBGYN, to can you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, if you could just uh, give us a ring-a-ding or uh, the number is 555 <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whose number that is, but it's in some movie or TV show somewhere, and I've memorized it. <laughs> well, all movie, TV shows five, five, five. start with 555. Five, five. So, <laughs> so then we go through this whole sequence of the, the montage of them decorating this room, getting it mm-hmm. ready for the five babies. Jamie's helping out. Jamie's really excited because she's say- thinking, my parents are going to be so wrapped up in their attention for these new babies that all the attention will go away from me. 
So this is kind of when she decides, okay, I guess I'm going to try out some different things at school. Mm-hmm. And this is when we meet Mr. What's his name? Mr. Blackmer, the art teacher. Don't <laughs> you forget. He he's makes, a teacher. He makes certain that we know he's a teacher. He says it a thousand times in one scene. I think he says I'm a teacher more than Jamie freeze frames the whole scene. <laughs> and that's a lot, guys. He literally, there was one conversation, our parents were watching this one with us, and they were sitting there watching it, <clears throat> and he said, I'm a teacher. And then later he goes, now nah, I'm just a teacher. And then he kept talking, and our dad goes, but I'm a teacher. And then right after our dad said that, the guy said, but I'm a teacher. <laughs> it's really and we bad. Were like, what the hell? <laughs> Who was in the writer's room for this? It was so ridiculous. They're like, all right, we have to make sure that these people know that Bl- Mr. Blackmer is a teacher. He's a legit teacher, if you didn't know. He's got his teaching degree. He's a teacher who teaches and he's- teaches things really well because they're well taught. You know, he's a teacher. But she's having, Jamie's having this conversation with Mr. Blackmer and Zoe and Brad. And... It's this weird conversation where it turns into Mr. Blackmer going, you got to discover things and figure out what it is that's in your heart, Jamie. And while he's doing this, he's drawing this fucking creepy caricature <laughs> of Jamie. <laughs> I totally forgot about the caricature. Yeah, it's really creepy. It's weird that it's... he's drawing a caricature of a student while talking to her. And he's trying to have like <laughs> he's trying to have like a deep teacher to teach to student like moment and then to turn around and rip this piece of paper out of your notebook and it's just a caricature that you had clearly drawn before you ran into them is terrifying i don't think he i think he was drawing it while he was talking no there is no way he was talking to them for a total of 10 seconds there is no way i think that's what they're insinuating that he's like some master art teacher who well no draw caricature that quick it was terrifying and <laughs> I don't like it. At it was all. so weird. And then she looks at the character and is like, oh. She's like, know. oh, I understand art now. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Shut up. Go take a pencil to your butt. What? I don't know. <laughs> That's the solution, Ariana. <laughs> yes. If you think that you know everything after a 10 second conversation with your art teacher, <laughs> maybe reevaluate some things. No offense, art teachers. <laughs> Jamie's mom has the quintuplets. There's not. It's not really drawn out. No. You know, they get right to the point. They at don't least draw with that. out anything in this movie. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but the quintuplets are born, and it becomes too much to handle. There's this weird twisting, circling shot with the. Oh, that made me sick. It, it really did go on for too long. Jamie's mom <laughs> so is maybe holding. They do all. draw stuff. Out. <laughs> yeah, Jamie's mom is holding all the quintuplets, going, "I don't know what to do." And then the dad comes in, and is like, "I don't know what to do." They're all crying and pooping. And Jamie is helping them out too, but the mom's thinking, "Okay, we need more help in this house." So they hire Fiona, who's a Canadian I don't know. woman. <laughs> I don't know. She's she is from Canada, the actress, but I don't know if her accent is Canadian. Or she's like putting on this weird Irish slash Scottish accent. Because she's going, these kids are a wee bit damp. I got to change their diaper. But she's also <laughs> talking like Hagenflugen. Like she's talking like she's Swedish too. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where she's from, but it's Fiona. They she's also been picked around. Fiona, which if I think Fiona is more of like a Scottish name, right? Uh, no, I don't no. know. But I just it, think it didn't work because the accent was terrible. And then she's there for like 15 minutes and then leaves because it gets too hectic and exhausting and she has to leave. Well, she's not there for 15 minutes. She's like there for a couple weeks. <laughs> and then... Ari, I'm saying in the movie she's there for 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> we didn't need 15 minutes of Fiona's we screen time. We didn't need 15 minutes of Fiona. We didn't. I, I don't know why they even included her. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. <laughs> and then this all kind of leads to now Jamie's resenting her siblings, feeling like all of the attention is going to them and none is going to her, especially now that she's found this new passion for art and her art teacher believes in her. Well, that's not even when Fiona's there. Oh. Fiona leaves and then Albert shows up. Oh, right. That's what happens. So Albert is like this. He's like a representative for a diaper, a diaper company. brand. And he's like, we'll give you di- free diapers for life. And they're like, oh, sick. We just ran out. And they were talking about like how financially I- in debt they are. Right. Because they have five babies. And so he knocks on their door with his what kind of car was that? Porsche? It would look like the yeah. one. It looked like Joey Lawrence's car in horse sense. <laughs> Yes, I just brought that up again. It was probably the I same car. Probably. They have one on they the lot. They had it in the Disney Channel lot, and they're like, we got to use this car again. <laughs> it's so, <a> fucking expensive. <laughs> so he pulls up with boxes and boxes of diapers, and he's like, I want to make your kids like the face of this diaper brand. And so they're like, yeah, of course, we're going to get free diapers and get paid to do it. <clears throat> of and, course we do. And Albert has a conversation with Jamie where he says, now, I hope you're okay with this, but all the attention is going to go on the quince. And, and she's Jamie, like, yeah. Right. At first, she's like, yeah, that's great. That's what I want. I don't mm. want any attention on me. Mm. But this later. sounds like some shit you would do. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, please be like, pay attention to the babies. Forget about me. It. I don't want it. But later she ends up presenting this because now mm. even her own parents are not paying attention to her with yeah. the whole art stuff. Yep. Um, So she's starting to resent her siblings. And then also, let me just list out the quintuplets' names. Adam, Becky, Charlie, Debbie, and Eddie. And I'm Adam. Yeah, and when I, when I was listing out their names, I said to Ariana, it sounds like the roll call for Hairspray, where yeah. it's like, I'm, I'm Noreen, Amber. Doreen. And I'm Link. Dumb. <laughs> Adam, Becky, Charlie, Debbie, Eddie. It's like, it's, it sounds like all of their names. Noreen, Doreen. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I just like all that all five of their names are. Well, and they did it A, B, C, D, E. Oh, I didn't even realize that. I'm just an idiot. <laughs> Yikes. Are you serious? You didn't realize that? Yeah, I didn't realize it was A, B, C, D, E. Wow. When, when he came clever. out, he goes, it's a boy. And then she goes, Adam, it is. So they had boy and girl names picked out for each kid. Oh, okay. A, B, C, D, E. Interesting. Okay. Well, didn't realize that. Oh, man. Now, one of my favorite moments that happens is while Jamie's complaining about this while she's in her art class... Brad is standing there, and he's getting fucking annoyed with Jamie. Yeah, he gets pissed off. Because she says something like, I'm tired of my parents. They're no longer paying attention to me when this stuff is important. But they paid attention to me when I was doing all that science shit, and I hated that. And Brad says, don't tell me about your problems, Jamie. Tell your fucking parents. <laughs> he does not say the F word, but yeah. But he basically does. He basically is like, I don't want to hear it. Go tell them. Yeah, he's so sassy and he's annoyed like, how with about you. How would you communicate, Jamie? It's ridiculous. Like, yeah. I've never... The whole thing about best friends is you're able to vent to each other and kind of complain about things. Mm-hmm. And it's not... <laughs> Brad's just going, don't complain to me, Jamie. Go complain to your parents. Well, that's why I hear it. That's why Zoe is the better friend. Yeah, because she's is, like, I get it. It's okay. Brad is consistently a terrible friend in this movie. Yeah, I don't get why they're his friend <laughs> He's at all. Just I over, don't over her shit. Were you going to talk about his facial expressions? <laughs> oh yeah, this is okay. Brad might be my favorite and least favorite yeah. character just because the actor himself is really funny. 
he's very clearly done theater as a kid. Yeah. Because in like background scenes or when he doesn't have a line, it's the first day Jamie's back after the quintuplets are right born. are born, and he's talking to Zoe, but he's not saying anything because he's technically doesn't have he's lines. mouthing watermelon peaches and ice cream. Right, but his eyebrows are moving insane. Yeah, insanely. So please, if you watch this movie, pay attention to Brad's face when he's talking to Zoe before like, he has any lines. It's like Jesse Eisenberg's eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that that amount of twitching. It's, it's great. so much. It's so much eyebrow work, which is yes. a lot of what acting really is, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Eyebrow work is is essential for which, acting. but Which, that wasn't a diss on Jesse Eisenberg's eyebrows. <laughs> no. I actually love the fact that his eyebrows twitch so much when he acts. <laughs> but it is funny because Brad's... Brads do lot. move quite a lot. Um, I said that the mom's hair looks ridiculous at some points in this movie. Just like how the dad's tie is ridiculous. It looks, it looks like they took hairspray <laughs> and a straighten iron and just went... <laughs> but only on the front half of her head. Yeah. The rest of her hair looks normal. But the <laughs> Like she had bangs and they were like, we got to get these out of your face. And so they took hairspray <laughs> and irons. I don't know what's happening in that. <laughs> so then... At some point, Jamie decides that her passion art project, she's kind of inspired from Mr. Blackmer, and she decides she's going to sketch her siblings yeah, um, as kind of her passion art project. So she starts sketching them, and this kind of helps her get to know her siblings too, which is kind of cute. But then her parents, she realized her parents are getting so wrapped up with Albert and the um, commercials and all this crap that they're scheduling these kids for that they're starting to think of their kids as quints as just a unit of babies and not looking or getting to know their kids individually so jamie ends up pointing that out to them hello i am joseph trede but you can just call me trede and I'm Trudy. And you're listening to QVCHS and NBC ABCDFJ. Well, Trudy. Well, Trudy, what's the product this week? I'll tell you what the product is. You better tell me right now. Are you so excited about this product? No, I'm not excited. I'm angry. Just tell me what the fucking product is. Okay. I'm joking, Trudy. Don't you know what I'm joking? Yes. You're very funny. Well, the hell? What? You that didn't seem genuine. Yeah, you know you're very funny. Okay. Uh, the product today is a pinball machine. A pinball machine? Yes. What? What is that? How can a pin be a ball? It's or a, a ball, ball be a pin? It's a ball made out of like metal, and uh, it, it, you pull it's in a machine. You pull a little thing. It's like a game. It's like arcade game, but without the electronics so you can play it when there's a power outage but wh- what why are there pins though no what there's no the pins it's just why the is ball. it called pinball then that is a great question but we get this product straight from from who the queens the queens who the hell is that it's a group it's five people they're all related they all do the same job but different as well what the hell are you talking about? It's a company that we're working for this week. We are? Yes. Did well, you not get the email? No, Suzanne didn't send me an email. Oh, Suzanne is such a bitch. We should I would know, just, we should uh, see about getting really her fired. We really should find a different person. We'll see about getting her fired, because she clearly doesn't keep us on the same page. Exactly. But I wish it was, uh, you know, balls, 
pin balls. Like balls of pins. Well, like a pin made out of melted balls? <laughs> yeah, that, like human balls? No, no, Drudy, come on. Like a... Or like a ball made out of melted pins. That makes more sense, actually. Yes, instead of melting down balls to make one pin, that makes more sense. Yeah, but do you want to guess how much this retails for? You've been getting would, them right recently. Wouldn't it be called ball pin if that were the case? If we melted down balls? And made a pin? Right. <laughs> this is... My brain went somewhere dirty, Trudy. What the hell, Trudy? This is a PG-13 R-rated show. We can't talk about melted balls. Oh, but my brain went to eat you melty balls into a penis. That was pretty funny. Into a penis, as in a penis? Yes. That is so unbelievably inappropriate. But it was funny. But it was what? Funny. No, no, Drudy. It was hilarious. (laughs) It was so fucking funny. I can't believe you you came up with that on your own. I know. Your sense of humor is growing on me, Drudy. I gotta tell you. And yours on me. Like a wart. <laughs> what? Like a wart? Anyway. I'm calling Suzanne and seeing if we can get you fired now. Eh. No. Okay, We work fine. together to get Suzanne out of here, and then we'll talk about us. Okay, eh, fine. Do you want how to much guess, is it? Do you want to guess how much it real deals for? No. You've been doing such a good job but recently. I'm tired of guessing the, the prices. Why can't you just do your own damn research and tell me the price? Well, I have done the research. I just okay, want to see if you price. can guess it. No, I'm tired of guessing. Just tell me the price. $28 million. Fuck, that sounds like a bunch of bullshit. That d- you did not do your research. It's right there. It says $28 million. Why is it so much? Because they make a lot of pinballs, apparently. Are you sure Suzanne isn't lying to you when she's giving you these stats? You know, Suzanne could be lying. Maybe she's pocketing the extra cash. Have you seen any money from these sales? No. I just assume we're raking in the big bucks. <laughs> Well, you can get this at backslash Drudy Trudy. That's right. As usual. Mm-hmm. That's a real website. It is. You better believe it. It exists. We gotta talk to Suzanne. Right now. Well, back to your podcast while we discuss with Suzanne. I want to know who the hell Suzanne is, but uh, we don't have time for that because we got to get back to Quint. Susanna. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> was that Joanna, but Susanna? It was like Maria mixed with Joanna. I don't know. But it was Susanna. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. So Albert, Albert keeps coming into the house and ruining things. <laughs> <laughs> Albert is the villain. He's always carrying tell. around this mini coffee pot and drinking straight out of this mini that pot. That thing bothered me probably the most out of the whole movie. It's really weird. Albert, I, like I think Albert secretly has like liquid speed in there, not coffee. Because he um, talks 100%. a mile a minute. 100%. And there's this whole part where Albert is talking to Jamie and saying, I don't remember exactly what happens. It's before the whole art show thing. But she's talking about how, well, she she's kind of saying, what about me? You, you've only been paying attention to the quints. And Albert says, Jamie, don't be so selfish. And she says this yeah. line where she goes, when someone tells you to stop being selfish, it may be because they themselves are being selfish. <laughs> it's like, um, for a kid to hear that, no. Obviously, no. About an adult? I don't think that works. But also that quote is so stupid. Most of the time. 
that that only works with like the whole jealousy thing. <laughs> like if somebody's being mean to you, odds are it's because they're jealous of some aspect of your life. That works, but the aspect of if somebody is called you selfish, it means that they're selfish. Doesn't line up. Well, yeah. I think in that situation, she's saying someone's telling you to stop being selfish, but it's really for their own personal gain. So aren't they technically being okay. selfish? But still, the sentence in itself is really repetitive yeah. and weird. Anyway. I was like, why is this a line? <laughs> I don't know. This whole movie was kind of a mess and a half. So Then there's this other part. I don't know what I made this note for, but apparently I'm go. Brad is the worst friend. He's trying to make this movie a drama. Because mm. he, he, like, makes something super deep, like a statement super deep I about think, something. I think it was when they're in the museum doing the paintings, and then he storms off again. I know, but I don't remember what he storms off about, but... <laughs> uh, clearly it didn't matter at all. It didn't, because he comes back later to be her friend again, but I just go, why is Brad making this such a drama? I don't know. It, it doesn't need to be this way, and Zoe looks so confused. And so does Jamie. Like, neither <laughs> one of them understand why he's being such an asshole. But. He's just going through a rough time. But I don't know why they stay friends with him either. Oh, I think it was something where he's he's tired of her complaining because his parents, we kind of, he goes on that whole rant about how his parents don't show up for anything. Right? I thought that we found that out when he basically is like, well, don't do it for them. Do it for yourself. Oh. He was like, why are you trying to constantly please your parents? It's your life. He was like, I get good grades because I want to, because I want to, not because my parents tell me to. Right. And so then she kind of is like, okay. I don't know, but. I'll stick with my art. I just remember Brad freaking out. Now, Mr. Blackmer, I think we can both agree he's the best character because he has some great lines in this movie. Yeah. Jamie is still kind of, it's almost like she doesn't want to tell her parents about this art that she's joined this art club mm-hmm. and that she's enjoying it because she thinks she's going to disappoint her parents. She has it in her mind that her parents want her to be a lawyer or a scientist or whatever. Yeah. And the teacher says, you know, Jamie, there are college graduates who never amount to anything and people who graduate from high school who go on to do wonderful, amazing things. Yeah. And at that Which point, is- I was like, Melissa, that's like the good, like a mark of a good teacher. Yeah. Because... I don't know how many teachers I had that were like, oh, like pushing college down your throat. And it's like, okay, but what about the alternative of not going to college? Mm -hmm. Because higher education doesn't always get you what you want to do in life. Like if you don't want to go to college and, you know, get yourself in debt for something that for a four year degree that you may never use. Right. Because you aren't positive of what you want to do. What is the point in going? I totally yeah. get it for people that have grown up and they know exactly what they want to do with their life and what they want to do in the future. Yeah. But like for kids who, like me in high school, had no idea what route life was going to take them. It makes no sense to waste that much money on a college mm-hmm. degree of something I probably yeah. would never use. Yeah. But I think I had one teacher in all of my years mm-hmm. of elementary, middle, and high school. I had one high school teacher who let us know and always made it apparent that uh, college is not a necessary thing for you to do, you know. Yeah. Well, I didn't have any teachers that were like, you shouldn't go to college. It was always people that were outside of the educator spectrum for me. That when I told them, yeah, I'm not going to college, they were like, smart. <laughs> like, yeah, those were the only people that really encouraged me on not going yeah so So then we get kind of the big climax of this movie the plot switches when 
Um, so Mr. Blackmore says to Jamie, I think you're great, and we're going to feature your sketches of your siblings in the art show. Yeah, you're going to be like the the headline yeah. and, act, basically. And then you can win, basically, the blue ribbon for mm-hmm. this art show if you get voted right. for best drawings or whatever. Yeah. And Zoe is so excited for Jamie, which I love. I love mm-hmm. that Jamie and Zoe, they have this nice friendship that we don't really delve into a whole mm-hmm. lot. But they're very supportive of each other, even at the end when Jamie wins the blue ribbon. Yeah. Because, Spoiler I mean. Spoiler alert. I mean, um, Zoe was in art club Longer. first. Yeah. And when Jamie joined, she was like, oh, you're, like, actually good at this. You should, like, keep with it. And, like, encouraged her. And it wasn't like a, like, I want yeah, there a blue was, ribbon in art. <laughs> right. There was never a point of jealousy on Zoe's part, mm-hmm. which I thought was really nice. They which just support each other no matter what. Yeah. It's either Black Mer. Or Zoe, that are my that favorite character. Yeah. Um, and so she wants to tell her parents. She finally kind of plucks up the courage to tell them. She says, Mom and Dad, I have this art show going. And, of course, we get psyched out with a stupid dream sequence where her parents are laughing at her going, Oh, that's stupid. We don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> and I go, okay, this isn't real. And she goes, fooled you, didn't I? It's like, no, you didn't, Jamie. Now shut up and get on with the actual <laughs> plot of this movie. This movie could be 25,000 minutes longer. Shorter. <laughs> Shorter. Without if you your psychos. Shut up. <laughs> so then her parents, surprisingly, but not surprisingly, go, that's great, Jamie. That's so exciting. They're like, that's such a big honor. Yeah. And that's when I convinced that it's from Jamie's perspective mm-hmm. that her parents have been pressuring, pressuring her to, to be this lawyer, scientist, whatever, something with a bigger pay or, you know, yeah. that requires her to go to college, whatever it is. And... Her parents are super supportive. She says, I have this art show where my art is being featured, and it's Saturday night. And her parents go, wow, that's awesome. We'll be there. Like five seconds later, Albert comes into the house and tells the parents. He just comes into the house and hears about it, and then he's like, oh, congrats. And then like a few days later, when they're like ready for the art show, it's like a week before the art show now, when, when he comes in with the governor letter. Is that what you're talking about? I thought that was the same day. No, it's after because he hears that and starts his evil scheme. Oh, it's a whole evil scheme. That little Albert bitch. No, but Albert is weird. It's like he's trying to push Jamie out of the family on purpose. But I don't know how that benefits him. It's a weird thing. Yeah. Either way, he comes in with this letter from the governor. They're inviting both of the parents because they're parents of the year. Yeah. And it's also Saturday evening. Jamie doesn't realize this at first, so she's excited for her parents. She's thinking, Super wow, this is them. a great honor for you, too. And then they give her the invitation invitation to hold, and the parents go up, like, upstairs. To get the to, quintuplets. Yeah, to get the quintuplets. And then she's looking at the invitation, and she looks at the bottom, and it says Saturday evening. And she loses her shit. <laughs> Starts crying, like, a lot. And then she runs to the school, runs past Zoe and Brad into and the art room tears up all of her sketches and i'm sitting there going no jamie why yeah why was your reaction to tear up all of your work that's ridiculous <laughs> and then zoe and brad are trying to calm her down mr blackmore walks in at some point and she says i'm not doing the art show mr blackmore and he goes okay well i think you're gonna regret that but i understand you're upset right now and um 
And then what? She just leaves and he kind of tries to save her sketches? Well, he says, regardless of whether or not you come, we'll still put your art up. Right. And then he looks down. She leaves and he looks down and he goes, well, they're not all ruined. At least we can salvage some of them. Right. And then, and then, yeah. (laughs) She's, is she in art class when he drives her to the hospital? So in between this moment, so she's upset about the whole art show thing. There's a two second scene where we see her eating a piece of toast and then her mom comes in and goes, hey, honey. And then she grabs her backpack and leaves the house. It's literally two seconds and it makes no sense why they added it in. And I think you're right. Then she's back in art class or art club and she gets a call that her brother Adam is sick. Yeah. He's got like a fever and he's in the hospital. So then Mr. Blackmer drives her in to his, the like, hospital. He's got like a pedophile bus <laughs> that like, he drives like around. Like van. Like an old Volkswagen <laughs> van. It's creepy as hell. It's orange. And we find out the only reason for him having this car is for a plot point later. It's really stupid. <laughs> but he drops her off at the hospital. She runs in and she realizes nothing matters. Like all of this crap she's been worrying about doesn't matter because all that matters is her siblings being healthy. And then the parents also realize this. Albert comes in once again to ruin things. And he goes, oh, the baby's going to be out for like a week or two. He says, that's not going to work. We'll just have to find a lookalike baby to replace Adam. And that's where the parents draw the line. (laughs) Yeah, they're like, ah, you're fired. Yeah. They say, Albert, we're done with this. And my question is, don't they have legally binding contracts? They signed contracts. I remember that scene. And so, what, now you're going to be in even more financial debt if they come after you legally? <laughs> yeah, in breach of contract? Are you dumb? That's really weird. I just think, okay, didn't you sign a contract? But all that matters in the end is family, so. Yeah, and then Jamie pulls, you know, pulls? <laughs> she pulls what? Jamie gets the courage to finally confront her parents, tell them oh. everything that's been going on, and she says, I have dreams of being an artist, and I I don't think that that lines up with what you want for me. And her parents say, Jamie, we just want the best for you. We mm-hmm. want you to be happy. And if that's going to make you happy, then that's great. And then there's this whole part where, uh, where Jamie says, I found myself. I found me. <laughs> and she's crying so with her parents. Dumb. Wait, but you cried during that scene, Ariana. Shut up. <laughs> I cried. I got, no, I got teary-eyed. Let's be real. I got teary-eyed because she was crying about disappointing her parents. And I relate. And I was just like, oh, this like sucks. And she's not a terrible crier. She turned to me and goes, why am I going to cry? And she was like, because you're Ariana. And I was like, you're right. There was Um, also this whole scene before that where, where Jamie got her report card and she got her first A in art class and all the rest of her grades were B's. Mm-hmm. Proving, once again, this is statistically true, that arts can improve grades. Yep. Because she was getting mostly B's and C's and now she's got an A in all B's. That's pretty good. Suck on that, sports. Well, I think sports can also improve grades, if I remember right. Suck so, on that, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I think just having extracurricular activities available can help improve. Say extracurricular again. Extracurricular. Okay. What? You were extracurricular? Well, it's hard to say fast. So, Jamie gets over her own little 
you know, dramatic act that was happening earlier. She decides that there's, she's going to have many art shows in the future, but her parents are only going to be parents of the year probably once. Right. So she agrees to watch the quintuplets while her parents go to this governor dinner. Yep. And Brad and, and Zoe come over to help out, mm-hmm. too, because five babies watching them it's is hard. a lot. So the parents go to the governor's dinner, and while they're there, the governor's like, oh, how are you? It's so nice to meet you. Where are your babies? And they're like, <laughs> they're at home. And he's like, funny. Where are your babies? And they're like, huh? And then we go back to Jamie, who's mm-hmm. at home, and she's reading the invitation, and she sees that it's, you and the quintuplets are invited to the governor's dinner or whatever. And the governor just wants a photo op with the five babies. He's getting so angry. He's like, I wanted a picture with those five babies. Get the state trooper here now. Yeah, he <laughs> like calls like, the state troopers to go get the babies to right. be brought there. And it's it's just a lot for five babies, you know? Like, what the hell? <laughs> and remember when I said that plot point about the teacher with the pedo van is going to matter? Well, here's where it well, matters. Well, listen here, pal. Mr. Blackmer comes in like a freaking hero with his pedo van to bring those quintuplets to the governor's ball. And then it breaks down promptly. <laughs> it breaks down and they end up having to go on a bus with the quintuplets, which is ridiculous. Yes. Then And the guy, he's like, I have to get to the art show. <laughs> yeah, the so he abandons them. them. He makes them take the bus by themselves at night, at night to a place they've never been before. And then biker dude like a biker gang is on the bus and it's like is this adventures in babysitting that's what it (laughs) felt like i was like what are we watching but then the biker gang ends up being nice and helping the kids bring the quintuplets in which is a little weird but okay and then they do they bring the babies yep and then the governor's like oh the babies are here we can get our picture and then he's like you can have my car he's like robert will take you wherever you want to go so then Jamie, Zoe, and Brad say, well, we got to go. And the parents are like, where are you going? Where are you go?" <laughs> they're yeah. out the door. And they're out the door going to the art show. And they get there and the teacher's there. And he's like, how'd you get here? And they're like, a bus and a biker gang and then a limousine. And he's like, it was a crazy night. And then he literally says, I walked. <laughs> like, he literally <laughs> walked to the school from the bus stop. <laughs> so the end of this movie, Jamie ends up winning the blue ribbon contest yep and And she walks up to the stage and sees that her parents are at the side of the stage watching with the governor yeah that was weird i was like why the fuck is the governor there why did the governor follow them it was a little weird he couldn't have just gone oh yeah go ahead i got my photo but he has to walk go with them he leaves his own dinner to go to a middle school art show it's really stupid really oh (laughs) (laughs) well i don't know the movie ends with jamie going well now my mom is having septuplets and her mom is shown with her big belly. And then she goes, just kidding. And then the way they end it is she holds up a thing, a notebook that says, made you look. And then she holds it and moves it towards the camera until we see nothing but black. Isn't that a creative way to end a movie? With another psych out? I can't believe it. This movie was ridiculous. If you couldn't tell, that was a deep sigh. <laughs> Oh, my word. Who does? Who's doing moral of the story first? You. You do it. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of if there was a moral to be learned here. I'm sure there is. Okay, I have one. Okay, go ahead. You don't have to go to college. 
<laughs> to follow your dreams. That's true. Also, find what you love and don't worry about other people. However, if you're wanting to be a doctor, please go to college. Right. There, there are, are exceptions. Professions you should definitely go to college for, please. Find what you love and do what you need to to do it. If you don't need to go to college to do it, then don't go don't. to college. But if you need to go to college to do it, go to college. Yeah, there's no shame in either decision. And there's no shame in changing your mind halfway through either. Exactly. I guess my moral of the story is um my moral of the story is that you should realize until you communicate with your parents uh, you're probably going to have a different perspective of what they what they think or have expectations of you, yeah. um, or what they're thinking for your future. Communication is key. Usually, hopefully, you'll find out that your parents don't care just as long as you're happy. Okay, well, that's it. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>